chapter 14 this chapter is about rathanji vadiya of nandet saint mauli sahib and dakshina in the last chapter we described how baba's word and grace cured many incurable diseases now we shall describe how baba blessed mr rathanji vadiya and gave him an issue the life of this saint is naturally sweet his various doings eating walking and his natural sayings are also sweet his life is bliss incarnate sai gave bliss to his devotees as a means of remembrance he gave them various stories of duty and action which ultimately led them to true religion his object may be that people should live happily in this world but they should be ever cautious and achieve the object of their life which is self realization we get human body as a result of merits in past births and it is worthwhile that with its aid we should attain devotion and liberation in this life so we should never be lazy but always be on the alert to gain our goal of life if you hear the leelas of sai daily you will always see him day and night you will remember him in your mind when you assimilate sai in this way your mind will lose its fickleness and if you go on in this manner it will finally be merged in pure consciousness ratanji of nandan now let us come to the main story of this chapter in nandan in the nizam state there lived a parsi mill contractor and trader by name ratanji shapurji wadia he had amassed a large amount of money and had acquired fields and lands he had cattle horses conveyance and was very prosperous in all outward appearances he looked very happy and contented but inwardly he was not so providential dispensation is such that no one in this world is completely happy and rich ratanji was no exception to this he was liberal and charitable gave food and clothing to the poor and helped all in various ways the people took him to be a happy and good man but ratanji thought himself miserable as he had no issue male or female for a long time just as a kirtan without love or devotion song without rhythmical accompaniments brahman without the sacred thread proficiency in all arts without common sense pilgrimage without repentance and ornamentation without a necklace are futile and useless so is a householder without an issue ratanji always brooded on this matter and said in his mind would god be ever pleased to grant me a son he thus looked morose and did not relish his food day and night he was enveloped with anxiety as to whether he would ever be blessed with a son he had a great regard for das kanu maharaj he saw him and opened his heart before him das kanu advised him to go to shirdi take baba's darshan fall at his feet and seek his blessing and pray for an issue ratanji liked the idea and decided to go to shirdi after some days he went to shirdi took baba's darshan and fell at his feet then opening a basket he took out a beautiful garland of flowers and placed it around baba's neck and offered him a basket of fruits with reverence he then sat near baba and prayed to him saying many persons who find themselves in difficult situations come to you and you relieve them immediately hearing this i have anxiously sought your feet please do not disappoint me sai baba then asked him for dakshina of rupees 5 which ratanji intended to give but added that he had already received rupees 3 14 anas from him and that he should pay the balance only 
hearing this, Ratanji was rather puzzled. He could not make out as to what Baba meant. That was the first time he thought he had come to Shiradi. And how was it that Baba said that he had already got rupees three and fourteen and asked from him? He could not solve the riddle, but he sat at Baba's feet and gave the balance of the dakshina, asked, and explained to Baba fully as to why he came and sought his help and prayed that Baba should bless him with a son. Baba was moved and told him not to worry, and then, from then onward, his bad days had ended. He then gave him udi. placed his hand on his head and blessed him saying that allah would satisfy his heart desire then after taking baba's leave ratanji returned to nandad and told das ganu everything that took place at shiradi he said that everything went on well there that he got baba's darshan and blessing with prasad but there was one thing which he could not understand baba said to him that he had got rupees 3 and 14 anas before please explain as to what baba meant by this remark he said to gasganu i never went to shiradi before and how could i give him the sum to which baba referred to gasganu too it was a puzzle and he thought much over it for a long time sometime afterwards it struck him that ratanji had received some days ago a mohammedan saint by name mauli sahib in his house and had spent some money for his reception This Mauli Sahib was a well-known saint of Nandit and worked as a porter. When Ratanji decided to go to Shiradi, this Mauli Sahib turned up at Ratanji's house. Ratanji knew him and loved him, so he gave a full small party in his honor. Das Ganu got from Ratanji the memo of expenses of this reception, and everybody was wonderstruck to see that the expenses amounted to exactly rupees three and fourteen anas, nothing more, nothing less. They all came to know that Baba was omniscient. That though he lived in Shiradi, he knew what happened outside, far away from Shiradi. In fact, he knew the past, present, and future, and could identify himself with anybody. In this particular instance, how could he know the reception given to Mauli Sahib and the amount spent therefor, unless he could identify himself with him and be one with him? Ratanji was satisfied with his explanation and his faith in Baba was confirmed and increased. In due time, he was blessed with a son and his joy knew no bounds. It is said that he had in all a dozen issues out of which only four survived. In a footnote towards the end of this chapter, it is stated that Baba told Rao Bahadur Hari Vinayak Sate after the death of his first wife to remarry and that he would get a son. R.B. Sate married second time. His first two issues by this wife were daughters, and he therefore felt very despondent. But the third issue was his son. Baba's word did come true, and he was satisfied. Dakshina. Now we shall close this chapter with a few points about Dakshina. It is a well-known fact that Baba always asked for Dakshina from people who went to see him. Somebody may ask a question. If Baba was a fakir and perfectly non-attached, why should he ask for dakshina and care for money? We shall consider this question broadly now. First, for a long time, Baba did not take anything. He stored burnt matches and filled his pocket with them. He never asked anybody for anything, whether he be a devotee or otherwise. If anybody placed before him a paise or two, he purchased oil or tobacco. He was fond of tobacco, for he always smoked a bidi or chillum. 
then some persons thought that they should not go to saints empty handed and therefore placed some copper coins before baba if a paise was placed before him he used to pocket it if it was a two paise coin it was returned immediately then after baba's fame had spread far and wide people began to flock in numbers and baba began to ask dakshina from them it is said in the shruti that puja of the gods is not complete unless a golden coin was offered if a coin was necessary in the puja of gods why should it not be so in the puja of saints also ultimately the shastras laid it down that when one goes to see god king saint or guru he should not go empty handed he should offer something preferably money in this connection we may notice the precepts recommended by upanishads the brihadranyak upanishad says that lord prajapati advised the gods men and demons by one letter da the gods understood by this letter that they should practice dharma that is self control the men thought or understood that they should practice dana that is charity the demons understood that they should practice daya that is compassion to men charity or giving was recommended the teacher in the taittiriya upanishad exhorts his pupils to practice charity and other virtues regarding charity he says give with faith or even without faith give with magnanimity that is liberally give with modesty awe and sympathy in order to teach the devotees the lesson of charity and to remove their attachment to money and thus to purify their minds baba extracted dakshina from them but there was this peculiarity as baba said he had to give back 100 times more of what he received there are many instances in which this has happened to quote an instance Mr Ganapatra Bodas the famous actor says in his Marathi autobiography that on Baba's pressing him often for dakshina he emptied his money back before him the result of this was as Mr Bodas says that in later life he never lacked money as it came to him abundantly there were also secondary meanings of dakshina in many cases in which baba did not want any pecuniary amount to go two instances Baba asked rupees 15 as dakshina from professor G G Narke who replied that he did not have any money then baba said i know you have no money but you are reading your vashishta give me dakshina from that giving dakshina in this case meant deriving lessons from the book and lodging them in the heart where baba resides in the second case baba asked a certain lady mrs r a tarkat to give rupees 6 as dakshina the lady felt pain as she had nothing to give then her husband explained to her that baba wanted six inner enemies such as lust anger avarice etc to be surrendered to him baba agreed with this explanation it is to be noted that baba collected a lot of money by dakshina he would distribute the whole amount the same day and the next morning he would become a poor fakir as usual when baba took his mahasamadhi even after receiving thousands and thousands of rupees as dakshina for about 10 years he had only a few rupees in his possession in short baba's main object in taking dakshina from his devotees was to teach them the lessons of renunciation and purification postscript 
Mr. B. B. Dev of Thana, retired Mamlatar and a great devotee of Baba, has written an article on his subject, that is Dakshana, in Sri Sai Lila magazine, volume 2, pages 6 to 26, in which he says as follows. Baba did not ask Dakshana of all. If some gave Dakshana unasked, he sometimes accepted it and at other times refused it. He asked it of certain devotees only. He never demanded it from those devotees who thought in their minds that Baba should ask for it and then they should pay it. If anybody offered it against his wish, he never touched it and if he kept it there, he asked him to take it away. He asked for small or big amounts from devotees according to their wish, devotion and convenience. He asked it even of women and children. He never asked of all the rich for it, nor of all the poor. Baba never got angry with those of whom he asked Dakshina and who did not give it. If any Dakshina was sent through some friend who forgot to hand over the same to Baba, he reminded him of it and made him pay it. On some occasions, Baba used to return some sum from the amount tendered as Dakshina and ask the donor to guard it or keep it in a shrine for worship. This procedure benefited the donor or devotee immensely. If anybody offered more than he originally intended to give, he returned the extra amount. Sometimes he asked of some more Dakshina then what they originally intended to give and if they had no money, asked them to beg or borrow from others. Of some, he demanded Dakshina three or four times a day. Out of the amount collected as Dakshina, Baba spent very little for his own sake, for buying chillum that is smoking the pipe and a fuel for his duni, and all the rest he distributed as charity in varying proportions to varying persons. All the paraphernalia of the Shiradi Sanstan was brought by various rich devotees at the instance and suggestion of Radha Krishna Mai. Baba always used to get wild and scolded those who brought any costly and rich articles. He said to Mr. Nana Sahib Chandurkar that all his property consisted of one kupin, one stray piece of cloth, one kafni and a tumbrel, and that all the people troubled him with bringing all these unnecessary costly articles. Women and wealth are the two main obstacles in the way of our Paramarthama or spiritual life and Baba had provided in Shiradi two institutions which are Dakshina and Radha Krishna Mai for whenever they came to him he demanded Dakshina from them and asked them to go to the school which is Radha Krishna Mai's house. If they stood these two tests well, that is if they show that they were free from attachment for women and wealth, their progress in spirituality was rapid and assured by Baba's grace and blessings. Mr. Dev has also quoted passages from the Gita and Upanishads and shown that charity given in a holy place or to a holy personage conduces to the donor's welfare. What is more holy than Shirdi and its presiding deity, Sai Baba? Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all.